are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a Wednesday night, July 25th edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, back after last week, and then I was gone over the weekend. And I'm joined today by my pal, my partner in this LOB After Dark, Corbin Smith from Vice Sports, Deadspin, Willamette Week, lots the Daily of Beast. The Daily Beast. Just wrote yeah. a thing about LeBron in The Daily Beast. The Shocker. The yeah, sh- of at, course, I'm, The Shocker. I'm adding a few, working on the some Scoop NBA. Online. Yeah, The Scoop NBA. God, that was a... That was that was a wonderful time. I I so miss the 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 great analysis and basketball intrepid basketball reporting. I'm just, I'm mad that guy couldn't keep it up because it made people so, so mad. mad. Oh my god! I know we sound like like we're like some guys are, who are happy about owning the libs, but I gotta say owning the normie basketball owning writing, owning uh, owning uh, the, uh, the basketball dunk dunk t- listenership. <laughs> I mean, as as a guest of Dunked On, I, yeah, I want to make it clear. I want to make it clear. I have no, I have no cogent problem with Dunked On. It's a, it's a, it's a very odd program that a lot of people really enjoy. Uh, but, uh, but, but its fan base, uh, it got thoroughly destroyed by the Scoop NBA. I just, I loved how like when like real basketball writers were like, "How dare you!" <laughs> How dare you besmirch the the name of basketball journalism yeah, with this like nonsense? You know. It's like it's like yo, bro, we write about the NBA. Like, chill yeah. the hell, chill the fuck out. Like, like relax. Like this is a, oh, so it's NBA not like he has a blue account. check mark or anything. No. Like it's not that hard to figure out that the scoop NBA is fake. And it's like all of the art was like clip art from like yeah, Microsoft. It was like made on MS Paint. Like. <laughs> But so many people were so upset about how it was just like, you know, ruining the name of of journalism. And listen, how you know what? If you are a radio station in Boston who called someone on the Scoop NBA, or you called someone to come on your program that has a bunch of fake followers, if you if you do that, you're a fucking idiot, and that's your bad if you can't see through it. So. Like, and it happens all the time, especially in the basketball internet, where people, like, get people who they purport to be someone that they're not, and listen, it happens, but that's your bad. It's not their bad. They're, like, like the Scoop NBA wasn't even trying. Like, that's the other thing. They, like, no, were not, yeah, yeah. They, it, wasn't they, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't like they were earnestly trying to be, like, basketball insiders. They just, like, it was like a thought experiment that they just did. And it was funny. This is like so inside baseball right now for people yeah. who aren't on basketball Twitter. Yeah. Scoop NBA, if you're listening, I'll have you on take it or break at any time. That's a great invitation. Yeah. Uh, a great invitation to take it or break it. The best sports takes game show of your dreams uh, and your nightmares. Yeah, in the, in the universe, it has to be said. It has to be. Um, it is July 25th. We are in the dog days of the NBA summer. There is oh, no, oh. nothing really happening except for nope. today, um, which is just – this is the most 
July, late July NBA story that I, I can remember. Because at least last year we had Kyrie Irving's trade demand, which was like a real story. But now that, oh, yeah. now that Kawhi Leonard got traded, there's really no NBA stories. And then Kevin Durant was a guest on CJ McCollum's podcast last week. And some of his burns of CJ McCollum they, uh, uh, went, 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 went viral. They went deep and they went viral uh, in the interwebs. <sighs> and it has led to, just as recently as an hour ago, both of these guys going at each other on Twitter, oh, uh, and it was uh, and Kevin Durant de- de- replying to people, then deleting the threads. Uh, he's clearly very mad online. CJ also appears to be CJ mad on matter online, online. Ma- mad online as well. Uh, probably matter online, CJ. Just like yeah, I mean it's hard. It's hard to listen to that podcast. And, and not come look. There's yeah. look. And not there's be mad. Blazer fans out there who are trying to spin this for CJ. Every one of them is wrong. CJ heard Cousins signed with the Warriors, and instead of like being dignified about it, you know what I mean? Being like, "Hey, that's what it. That's how it is. We we're gonna go. You know, it's why they play the games. That's the mindset to have to not embarrass yourself in this. All right. The mindset is not." I called the Marcus Cousins and I chewed him out about it, dude. Like, here's the thing: is we can feel that way, but it's 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 just the optics of CJ feeling that way aren't great. Yeah, even if he even if he does feel that way, but I mean at the same time, I do kind of like in another way, I do kind of respect like the earnestness of like this is bullshit. But at the same time, it's the NBA. There's no way you can stop it. It happened. It was DeMarcus Cousins signing with the Warriors is no worse than Kevin Durant signing that with the 73-9 and nine Warriors after they lose to LeBron. It's, it's no worse. I would say it's significantly less impactful than yeah. KD yeah, joining the Warriors. Even though Achilles last year. Yeah, right? and so, so like, ultimate, like in terms of name recognition and SEO, like, yes – it helped them that they got DeMarcus Cousins. But, like, it doesn't matter, really, that, like, DeMarcus Cousins is the sixth man on that team. Like, it it ultimately does not matter. And I reacted to it, but at the same time, it's not like this is the move that's going to keep Golden State in power for, you know... Years and years and years. Like this is the, no. the, the Demarcus Cousins move is not Cousins probably isn't going to even resign there or anything. No, yeah, he he probably wants to get on. I I had a buddy of mine say this, and I think he's right. Is like Demarcus Cousins. If you're him, you were in Sacramento for years. Then you're with the Pelicans. Then they win in the playoffs without you. So it continues to look like you just who they like, beat. I don't recall. Oh yeah, uh, I don't remember either. But anyway, it, it it's this situation where. You have been branded a losing player in like a locker room cancer your entire life. So why not just go somewhere for a guaranteed championship so you never have to hear that ever again? Yeah. Like 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 it's really a no lose situation for Demarcus Cousins. I know, of course. And uh and it seems like people weren't offering him as much money as you would expect. Mm-hmm. Although that's a little spurious, but ride with me on this one, theoretically. Okay. Uh-huh. 
Um, it's I'll call it a I'll call it a situation I don't quite understand. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, you know it happened. The Warriors were going to win the title anyway. Probably it's uh, weird. Uh, it's a little disconcerting, but like I don't know. Getting mad about it when you're playing, getting so mad about it that you uh, make f- irritable phone calls. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. At some point earlier in this podcast, they uh, um, CJ does like this word association thing, where he's like uh, MJ, and then Durant's like, "Man, the goat, mm-hmm. the goat, man," and then he's like. Uh, uh, Donald Trump, and then uh, and, uh, and Durant says doesn't have a soul. Which, honestly, hey, <laughs> yeah, powerful, t- powerful take, Kevin. <laughs> um, and then and then you know, and then uh, and then he says like Drake, and and uh, and and Durant's like love him, just love him, and that's very what this is. Like this story is a very a a a a. a thing of its time in that it is just soaked with drakeness it is just soaked with like (laughs) with rap music about how you feel irritable and slighted you know what i mean (laughs) yeah it it's katie do you love me like it's you know it's very it's a lot there's a lot of feelings at play and listen i think it's great for us in July to have something like this oh, yeah. as oh, M- yeah. as NBA fans it it it's I mean, it's I'll great and I'm and I'm happy that it happened but yeah, this I made ha- but we got dollars off this yeah people. but we but we but the other great thing about it is is we get to judge <laughs> yeah exactly that's the other great part about this in July yeah. is that we get to we get to judge and and, yeah. and and that's what we're doing right now we get to be mean yeah it's great it's great because it's all bullshit it's awesome. Uh, yeah, this I'm really I'm really rules. leaning into the after to the after dark episode today. Yeah, you're, you're you're cursing a little bit. Also, you don't have a shirt on. I don't have a shirt on. It's hot. Yeah. It's hot in Portland. It is hot in Portland. I went to Bamboo today, and there were some outside tables. Uh-huh. And I was like, no way. No. Yeah. No. The outside tables are are a trap. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Right. Right now is it's been like five straight days of like ninety six degrees. Uh, yeah. You know, truly revolting weather. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. It's um. Although I went to Coquine a few weeks ago, uh-huh. I don't know. If, I don't know if I I've mentioned. Ne- this I've to never you. been to Coquine. Incredibly expensive. Very good. Um, and uh, and it was like a perfect night to be sitting out, and I and they put us outside, and it was like a perfect night to be outside. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know. It's usually good, but it's just been, it's humid, humid. And it's just, today was just too hot. Like I went outside and like I walked around and normally I could walk around close to where I work and I, I can, I could take a few steps outside and, you know, walk a couple blocks and, you know, get, get some nice you deep breaths. inside and you were gross, sweaty pit. It was terrible. It, it was, it was, it was, it was, it's not how it's supposed to be, Corbin. It's not how it's supposed to be, but I'm, uh, I'm not wearing pants right now. Yeah, because it's, it's sweaty outside. So basically, also, so basically, we're a naked podcast, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, and I and I also I uh, I had to change my shirt, and I only had one shirt here, and it's a Legends of the Hidden Temple shirt. Ooh, 
and uh, and well, and I and it's not really for me. Uh huh. So I so I gave it to my girlfriend. Uh huh. And she turned it into a crop top. Okay. So I'm so I'm so it's so hot outside that I'm chilling here without pants and with a crop top on. This is this visual is killing it right now for our viewers. Yeah. I know Lady, that they're yeah they're loving this. This is this is fantastic. Please stay away. Please stay away from the genitals, people. I don't, yeah. You know. I know uh, it's hard to. I know it's hard to hear about your idol uh, flaunting his flesh around like this, but uh. So we have it. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to talk about our good friend, TPE, uh, the <laughs> Allen Crab Tree PE. R.I.P. We'll be right back. Rest in peace. And we're back here on Locked On Blazers, and we're going to talk. We're going to have a. We're going to have a, a an in memoriam today. For our good friend, the Alan Crab trade exception that expired today, we're gonna play taps like boom, 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 boom. That was my tap. <laughs> okay. That was my. That tap. One, I don't. I don't know if that's taps. I don't know. I I, I was in band once. Oh, that tracks. So anyway, um, yeah, uh, Kevin Love or not Kevin Love, the Alan Crab uh, appreciation for us right now is it's I mean it's just classic this front office I mean I mean again yeah. there's, there's this asset here that has been talked about for a year as like this big thing that can help them swing a trade and it, it goes unused because Neil won't trade anybody yeah, I think that is the lesson from He the, won't do it. There was a report last week we didn't talk about it or we did talk about it briefly, but uh that Portland didn't put CJ McCollum on the table in God. any in any Kawhi God. Leonard negotiation. And that, that is so and that so that that is a thing that has been reported. Look, I know that we're by ESPN. About things about CJ today. <laughs> and I understand that I have an article out right now about his about uh, where I'm slightly mean to CJ. It might not be out right now, by the way. Anyway, anyway, but uh, it's, it's in the process of being published. Yes, it is in the process. It, when you listen to this, it is in the process, at the very least, of being edited and published. Anyway, Corbin Smith, very handsome. Uh, their contracts. CJ's contract is up in 2020. Uh, Kawhi's is up next year. You would basically, like, if theoretically you did this, you would be trading CJ, who is um, not nearly as good as Leonard, uh, for, and who is probably in a position of position, and is probably a position redundancy. You'd basically be trading CJ for a dude who plays a position of need, who is um, probably, who, let's call it 70-30, a top three small forward in the league. I mean, like, I mean, it's, there's, it's, there's an, I, I mean, when, me. when he's healthy, there's, I mean, he's at least a top five player period in the league. Like at least like it's when he's healthy, it's, it's LeBron, KD, Steph, him, and you know, Giannis. Can I tell you another thing about this podcast? Cause I've been listening to it cause I'm writing about it. Durant says that uh, Kobe Bryant is the second best NBA player of all time. Oh, man. Katie, a, my dude. Such a bad take. I, thought, I mean, I mean, I guess like a top ten player of his era, maybe. But 
I mean, I, I could say he was definitely top five of his era. Like Shaq, go, Shaq, Duncan. Duncan, Shaq. Is LeBron in his era? Yeah, yeah. part of that is, is that. I think I would put sketchy, like, but. yeah, I, I, I would say like drafted in the 90s. So like in like yeah. J- like J- right. J- Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, uh, Nash basically changed the way people play basketball, and and that's easy to you know yeah. Uh, uh, Duncan Shaq, Shaq. Uh, Duncan, and I, I don't know Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, but I mean yeah, I mean but there's not like I mean I guess that is what you can say about Kobe. He was def I think he was definitely a top five player of his era. Like, I'm not even willing to say it. Okay, he was all right, also all right. annoying to watch and is probably a bad human being. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, anyway. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. But that take by Durant is garbage. Yeah, it's is basically what we're getting to. Is that That's just a garbage take from Durant. Yeah, come on, KD. Minus three points. Yeah. Um, but but the, the Durant-CJ story, I think we've covered as many angles as that as, as we can. Um... And the TPE expired today again, which is what we're talking about. And, um, you know, I, the Blazers reportedly tried to get in on a Kevin Love deal, but it looked like it was pretty uh, – Cleveland was pretty set on signing him to an extension. So that is not exactly the same as the Kawhi Leonard deal because uh, San Antonio clearly decided that they had to move him. Mm-hmm. Um I think I, way, I also I think I, but listen, love extension is not a terrible idea. Just no, no, I, I don't think it is. Um, and I will say about the the CJ for Kawhi Leonard trade, it's been reported that he wasn't on the table, but we don't know if that's actually true. Yeah, and, that's fair. And, and, and and we don't know if that was actually what if I mean there's a real possibility that Popovich preferred DeRozan to CJ. Yeah, but probably because he's a better player. I mean, I mean, in the playoffs, I think there's a there. You could make the argument that CJ has been more productive and more efficient, but DeRozan is an All Star, and I think that they maybe believe in the track record with Demar more than CJ because CJ has been good for three years as opposed to like six or seven for. Also, Demar is uh, bigger. He is bigger. That's the other thing. They can turn him into a different type of defender. That CJ, just his ceiling is not as high. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I get. I th- that's also a possibility too. So it's you know I think that's I don't just, like being the trade CJ guy. I want everybody to know this. Eh, I kind of like it. I take that back. <laughs> Never mind. I don't say this to be a contrarian, but I'm I'm doing it. <laughs> No, no. but listen, there needs to be a a, a voice for that. I think it's important for the discourse about this team that not everybody thinks the same thing. Blazers fans are a little precious about uh, dudes on the team. Everyone except like Myers and Turner. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Unfortunately, everybody would like to trade both of those guys. Um but Myers has been. Have that you seen? Have you seen this picture Myers posted the other day? Yeah, dude, he's been working out with Joel and Bead all summer. Yeah, which... uh, maybe he should uh, do a squat though, huh? I don't know. You think his legs are looking a little? Yeah, you think yeah, he's skipping he's got, leg he's day. Little, he's got a little chicken leg. He's got a. He's got a. He's got a big slab of beef up top, and he's got little chicken legs on uh, bottom. Yo, Myers, reach out to Corbs. 
for yeah. a new yeah. a new regiment. We're gonna get we're gonna get you we're gonna get you on the squat rack, my dude. Yeah, trainer Corbs. Yeah, trainer trainer Corbs, soon to be sweeping the NBA with his yeah uh, new uh, new age training things. Yeah, and, um, and being like, uh, "Hey, can I use your phone to get salt and straw in?" Or... <laughs> yeah, your postmates, right? <laughs> so, uh, I think so. We we did talk about this briefly. We talked about the Kevin Love thing related to the Kawhi thing. Um, I can't imagine that if they didn't put the if they didn't if that is true that they didn't put CJ on the table for Kawhi, then there's no way they put it on the table for Kevin Love. Um, and that was, I think, always going to be the case. But Cleveland, it seems like they just want to be decent. Yeah, that's it's it's a, it is, I think, a reasonable thing to do. Yeah. If you if you can try, I mean, I don't, you know, part of the thing about it is that every time a team takes even a little bit of dip, like, ugh, I'm sorry to say, but the, uh, uh, I, I'm sorry that this is the second time I've gone to this well, but the uh, the dunked on populace, they just go straight to tank, tank, tank. Yeah, and you know, and I mean, I it's no, uh, it's not it, the it's not dunked on either. It's also um, yeah. the the ringer. I mean, I think, and it's not yeah. just it's not just the ringer. I think it's I think it's just popular basketball mainstream discourse at this point that yeah. that yeah. if that yeah. if you that if you're not doing everything possible to w- give yourself the best possible chance to win a championship, that you are failing. And did that, you see and the, that, and that see is the, just a very mainstream take about the NBA. And I think that's part of the Did you see the 538 thing today about whether ring chasers are devaluing rings? No, I didn't read that. I, I, um, it's an interesting take because I, um, I've, uh, you know, I've been, uh, doing a podcast about Michael Jordan lately. Subscribers? Uh, yeah, patreon.com slash take it or break it. Um, and I, I think there's something interesting about Jordan in that, like, uh, titles definitely like aren't enough, weren't like weren't enough for him. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, and I feel like there's a lot of dudes right now who are, you know, who are putting titles at the forefront of the thing without having like any desire to be like the dude or any. You know, I mean, look. Part of it is that, like, and me standing here and saying, like, you know, nobody wants to be the dude anymore. I sound retrograde. But, like, are we sure that's bad? You know what I mean? Like, are we sure that, like, that, like, dudes kind of wanting. um, To to have the situation built around them. Yes. And to be, uh, you know, know, I don't don't think so, because it's it. That's like saying that. Like someone like you or me who writes wouldn't want to write in a different style or a different type of story. I mean, that's at least like the way I approach that. It's like I would want to be assigned, say, a different type of thing than what I always do at LeBron Wire. You know what I mean? And it's like you do your thing with a team that wins your championship, wins championships and whatever, but it's not the same as like having all of the responsibility and, and, and having more of a weight on your shoulders. And I do think that there is. There is something to be said for someone who knows that they want that. And I think maybe this is in a really roundabout way, kind of a, a praise for Kyrie Irving. Yeah, a little bit. Because he didn't really care about having a better title. No, no, he got one. He got one. And he's like, he's like, I don't need this. But also I'm like sick and tired of playing with LeBron. Right. Right. I think it was that, but it's like, 
I don't think the Boston situation from everything I've listened to, read, whatever, that just kind of fell into his lap. Like he, Boston, like was not on his list of like. It sounds like he hates it. It should be noted, but okay, but he was like, forget this. Like I want to be the man. Like I don't want to be. Yeah, I don't want to be. I, I don't like, want to be being and, Iverson is not bad. No, and I think maybe to an ex, to another extent. Like, I think this could have been, and maybe this is this is totally turning into, like, a LeBron segment here, but, like, I think there's, it's kind of weird that this worked out like this, but, like, I really do think that Paul George would rather play with Russell Westbrook than play with LeBron James. Um. Like, like that, that, there's no other well, reason. Well, I think that's there's, pretty apparent. There's, but... there's no other reason why he would stay. He does get slightly more money for playing in Oklahoma. A little bit. And he doesn't, and the tax. Okay, okay, lower. okay. But, but you but, can't tell me that his Nike deal probably wouldn't improve if he lived in yeah, LA. Yeah, that's You true. know, and he has like a signature shoe and stuff. Like, I mean, there are reasons where, there are ways he could have made that money up. Who's Paul George's shoe? Um, <laughs> um, I think that, um, but what I'm trying, like, what I'm trying to loop this into in the broader way is that the NBA is in a period where everybody cares about titles way too fucking much. Okay. Uh, and, and I mean, there's something to be said for that because I think, I think LeBron is, I think the LeBron is the only player who right now is post title. Like, cause, cause he can, he, I think he knows that he can compete for a championship no matter where he is. So he, I don't think he cares anymore as much about like, because why, why go to LA? Yeah. LeBron, LeBron did not go to LA to compete for titles. Right. Or anything and like I, th- that. I, I think that, I, I think that's, that, that was a, that was a personal choice. You yeah. Know, LeBron, was, LeBron has the next phase in his life and he is getting started on that. That is why he went to Los Angeles. I think it's even just the next phase of his basketball career. Like he wants to experience something different in his basketball career that he hasn't yet experienced. And I think like as much as people want to say, you know, the Heatles and, and, and the Cavs, it, it's not the same as playing for the Lakers. It's, mm. just, it's just not like like we can pretend that it's the same, but it's not. It's just not. I hate the Lakers, but that's just how it is. Yeah, I'm not fond of them either. I'm okay with them now that Kobe isn't on the team. Yeah. If I'm being totally honest with you. I uh, mean, I, I, I like this Lakers group. I like the Lonzo. I like Braden Ingram. Josh Hart is good. I'm not willing to say I like Lonzo. Okay. I like all the weirdos they've signed. That's a Michael, lot of fun. Michael Beasley, who they yeah, just, Beasley. Si- they they're, just like, signed. They're making signings that are like parodies of weird signings at this point. Well, it was funny because <laughs> they're going uh, to pick up Adam Morrison soon. I was talking about this with friend of the show, Seth Johnston, uh-huh. the other day. and he Very was, tall. Very tall, Seth. He was reading a, a magic quote about how he built the team. And he goes... I think it's it's either really cool or really scary that Magic has the same team building philosophy as I do, because 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 Magic was like, yeah, I just watched the playoffs, and I just saw which guys were good in the playoffs, and that's the guys we went after. Like and he's like he's like we didn't care about anything else. We just saw who was good in the playoffs, and that was it. And like, <laughs> uh, was Michael Beasley good in the playoffs? He wasn't in them. 
Was it the Chinese League playoffs? He was playing for the Knicks last year, so it's the same thing, basically. Pardon me, pardon me. I apologize. But, I mean, I mean, what's the difference really between the Knicks last year and a CBA team? Uh, well, Porzingis. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, isn't there another good player in the Knicks? Am I crazy? Uh, Frankie Smokes is like pretty. Yes, Francis he, he, he's promising, and then and then. Um, Kevin Knox, all the everybody at, at Summer League was obsessed with Kevin Knox. How was how was Summer League? It was Did good. You, it was good. Cool. I mean, I had fun. I, it was good seeing you know being down there. Um, the basketball is is whatever. I got to see a couple of Portland's guys in action, which was fun. I got the to see uh, the uh, part the of the Summer League title winning. That's right, the Summer League title run. Which, if you haven't listened to our Summer League Championship podcast, you should go listen to that. Corbin couldn't make it. Harden couldn't make it. But very uh, frustrating. But we had a lot of fun with the Summer League Championship. Uh and I, I did see part of that run. Um and it, it was it was I thought Caleb Swanigan encouraged me a little bit that like the Ed Davis loss, while it sucks in terms of his personality and just how much he is how cool he it's is. Totally baffling, especially considering they that, didn't use the TPE. Yeah, yeah. And so I mean I feel like it's also pretty clear at this point that they're just going to stay the course. Like they're not going to, like what what on? I don't see anything I, anything on this team really that's going to make them like make a move, a big move. No, of course not. And so I think Swanigan, like, what how is how look? Oh, also, how is Neil not GMing for his job? Because I don't think that. Now I I've talked to people about this, and it's like I don't think Paul Allen is going to let him make a move to save his job. Okay. Like, I don't think he wants him to mortgage, like, a bunch of the future unless it's, like, a home run. He doesn't want to make I, – I, I just – that's a read I've heard from people around. Uh, but I also wanted to mention something about the TPE and that the Blazers have effectively – are effectively trying to replace Crab's three-point shooting with Gary Trent Jr., Seth Curry – and Nick Sexton. Oh, I forgot about Seth Curry. And, like, because they replaced Crab with Shabazz and Connaughton this past year. And so, basically, I, I they either, either wanted to find something at a cheaper price point or they weren't sold on those guys and they wanted to try something else. Which I mean, South, Seth South gets, Curry over Connaughton, though? I, mean, uh, I don't know. Connaughton's looked all right. Yeah, but Seth Curry is, like, a way better dribbler. Like, he, he, he can at least do more guardy stuff. I feel like Connaughton is, like, a true wing in, like, a smaller shooting guard's body. Like, like he does all the things that a true wing does, but I, I don't think he was, like, a guy that you could be like, all right, we're going to handle it and, like, clear it out and run pick and roll with, you know, whoever. Like, I, it wasn't a guy that you could throw the ball to in a situation. Although, Connaughton still unsigned, which is pretty crazy to me. Hmm. Yeah, July 25th, Connaughton's still not on a team. Um, what is he right now? Is he RFA or what? Yeah, RFA, but Portland uh, did not uh, offer him a quali- qualifying offer. What? Yeah, so they didn't. They, they, they waived the right to match before free agency started. I'm sorry to my listen, the listeners who are like, how does Corbin not remember things? But Corbin just doesn't remember things it's, all the time. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, 
some other Blazers news that is, I mean, tangentially related, I suppose. Nurkic is going to play in some FIBA World Cup qualifiers. Hell yeah. For Bosnia and Herzegovina. So yeah. uh, good for good for Nurk getting to represent his country. Shout um, out big Nurk. Oh, I got I got Sorry, a... CJ almost threw you under the bus in a weird podcast interview. <laughs> um, and then the other thing that I wanted to say before I wrap this up is that I was at Pitchfork this weekend and I was wearing a Brandon Roy jersey mm-hmm. and I had a guy come up to me and was like, dude, Simons. Simons, man. Like, super stoked on Anthony Simons. So I just wanted to say shout out to all of the Blazer fans out there who are excited about the <laughs> who team. Who are excited about Anthony who, Simons. Well, and who are still excited about the team. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. been a t- it's been a tough summer. It has not been easy for Blazers fans. You see the Dame tweets, all the emojis, all that stuff. You hear about they could have had DeMarcus Cousins. You hear about they could have had Kevin Love. You see Kawhi Leonard get traded. But the Blazer fans that I saw out in Chicago were still very – uh, enthusiastic um, about the future, and I guess um, that's one thing I hope to take uh, with me into other aspects of my life. Oh, good! I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Any good? Any good? Uh, any good uh, concert? Who Who was good at? Oh, Courtney Barnett. Yeah. Was so good. Um, she was very really. Good. She was very good. Tame Impala was cool. Um, I I liked Big Baby Dram. He was good. <laughs> Uh, Japan Droids, uh, they were awesome. Japan Droids are an awesome live act, and they would be even better if they just never talked. <laughs> just don't talk, guys. You don't need to. No, anyway, so I, you know, I had fun with with Courtney Barnett. Did see any uh, Rasheed Wallace jerseys out there? I didn't. I saw a Lillard jersey. I think I All saw right, a couple right. Lillard jerseys. Um, trying to think of some of the other jerseys I saw when I was out there. Um, you know, obviously Michael Jordan, uh, obviously you're, it's Chicago, so they have Michael Jordan. Yeah, of course. Of course. Derek, any, any, any Wizards Jordan? Regret, regret, no, no. Regrettably, they also have lots of Derrick Rose jerseys. Uh-huh. Oh, guys, come on. Yeah. Gotta get rid of those. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, listen, I saw them last year too, so I, I don't, I don't think Chicago is going to get rid of those anytime soon, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, do do you have anything uh, you wanted to add? Anything you want people to look out for before we uh, wrap up this pod? Yeah, I'm on Vice Sports today. I'm working on some for the outline about uh, uh, the Blazers. Uh, yeah, uh, there, that's all you got to say. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, all we'll I'm talk say about, about it. We'll talk about it when you come uh, when it's published finally. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'm on Daily Beast. Listen, take it or break it. Okay. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. All right. Well, it's, I mean, it's summer, man. We don't. We just don't have as much to talk about, so we can't. You know, no, of course I, I, not. No, like I, I would love to go long. Um, we're also working on like a very special podcast for you guys. We're still working on that. I, I want to keep it under wraps. Corbin's already forgotten what it what it is. I have. I, I have. Apparently. <laughs> But uh, yes, we will we will be back with more pods. Uh, I think we've covered everything Blazers related that needs to be covered today. With the loss of the TPE, rest in peace. Um, up there with Rafe LaFrance's expiring contract as another Blazers would be asset that never got used. So, um, all right, well that's gonna do it for us. Sorry about the little interruption here at the end of the pod, but if you've made it this far, we appreciate it, and we'll be back later with more Locked On Blazers. Throughout the summer, um, 
I am not going. Oh, by the way, Lockdown Blazers not going to be defending their title this year at the Rip City Three on Three. Unable to make it this year. So wait, you guys won last year. We did. We did. It was great. Oh, cool. So we're not going to be defending our title this year, though. So um, is it for reasons, or are you just not doing it? Uh, no, it's for reasons. Like I, I like I just I can't this year. Oh, okay. Uh, it's right. it's just not a good weekend for me. Um, and so anyway, but um, I'll be at I'll be at the three on three. Good luck to all the competitors. I won't uh, be in the arena though. And, so. and, and next year in 2019, uh, we'll have a, a little battle royale uh, against the winners from this year. So we'll let we'll let we'll let somebody else take the the medals home this year. Yeah. So so humble. So humble. Yes. I mean, I'm basically like Kevin Durant. In a lot of ways. It ba- I'm basically. Okay. All right. Good night, Corpse. Bye.